1: Check out the original DG Designs at David Gardner's Jewelers, 911 University Drive, in front of audio video.
2: From WTAW, I'm Chelsea Reber with a news update on The Zone. Today is the first day of classes at Texas A&M, which means the Northgate District will return to business as usual. During his visit on WTAW, College Station City Manager Brian Woods was asked how the city is handling the increased density of the commercial and residential area across from campus.
0: It's the most densely populated area in seven counties and also has the highest property tax revenue. So um, we've seen some really positive things from that. And obviously it's proximity to A&M is, is great for the university, um, provides a, a housing component. Um, we're working with, with A&M on how to how to improve that, uh, that connection.
2: Wood says they're constantly working on how to provide adequate city services while also capitalizing on economic opportunities in and around Northgate. Blinn College could break ground on the Bryan campus's new administration building this summer. Construction Project Manager Mark Feldhake provided an update during this morning's Board of Trustees meeting.
3: Now the next number is a little further out there. That is February of 2025. We are working to improve that, but right now the contractor is telling us, due to some very long lead time items such as electrical switchgear and chillers, that this is about a 17-month construction time frame. And then generally once the contractors are done with construction, it takes us a couple months to move in.
2: Feldhake says the current budget is just under $31 million. They plan on presenting the board with a guaranteed maximum price this May, with groundbreaking scheduled to happen in June. An 18-year-old Caldwell man is arrested less than a week after a shooting at the Pearl Apartments on Harvey Road where one person was shot in the parking lot. According to the College Station police arrest report, the 13-year-old victim who was shot in the leg was able to identify one of two people who was with the shooter. That led to the arrest of 18-year-old Jalen McClendon for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, deadly conduct, and possession of marijuana. For more news, go online to WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber on The Zone.
4: You have some dough. It's lunchtime, but there's no way you would eat just dough for lunch, right? Well, the good thing is, I have some cheese. Your friend has some tomato sauce. This random guy on the street has pepperoni in his backpack. If we bring all these ingredients together, we end up with something much better than any of them alone. A savory pizza for lunch. But each of us has not only different ingredients, but also different opinions coming from our different life experiences. If we bring all these experiences and all these opinions together in friendly, civil conversation, we end up with opinions and ideas that are better than any of our individual opinions before. So if we want to come up with better ideas for a better world, what we really need are civil, civic conversations. Pizzas. It's an American thing. AmericanThing.org.
5: When you need to check the weather forecast, make restaurant reservations, or avoid rush hour traffic, chances are you turn to your smartphone for real-time information and up-to-the-minute help. Imagine a smart city that would keep the buses running on time, manage the use of energy to prevent brownouts, and schedule on-time repair of an aging infrastructure. It's all part of putting the power of information to work for you in giant leaps compared to your smartphone's baby steps. Planners are making cities smart today and even smarter tomorrow. Delivering the services you need and creating the communities you want. To learn more about smart cities and work with the folks who are putting the power of information to work for you, go to planning.org. That's planning.org. A message from this station and the American Planning Association.
6: As
0: a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events, things that we couldn't afford, thanks to VetTix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can give our veterans a special event where they, too, can create their own cherished memories. Visit VetTix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. The dollar floor store in Bryan for all your quality floors at discount prices. Get Mohawk brand vinyl glue down plank starting at just 49 cents a square foot. They keep the supplies you need in stock and installers are always welcome. Visit the big orange building just south of the bend on Texas Avenue in Bryan. You pay less, but you get much more.
6: Great savings selection. Why pay more? Shop at the dollar floor store.
1: Thanks for being with us on a Tuesday. This portion of the show is brought to you by Dollar Floor Store. This just in, Matt. Dallas Cowboys just missed another extra point. The uh, Aggie basketball team getting ready to take on Florida tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Uh, Aggie uh, administration telling fans to arrive early uh, because of the incompetence of the parking and transit, um, among other things. But that's that's the most biggest issue. Uh, good luck fighting your way into Reed Arena tomorrow night. Plenty of good seats available. Six o'clock tomorrow. You can hear the broadcast if you don't feel like fighting your way in. On sixteen twenty WTAW, beginning at five thirty um, tonight in the SEC, it will be Ole Miss at South Carolina. Yeah, that's a rock fight. Tennessee at Mississippi State, Alabama at Vanderbilt, and Georgia at Kentucky. Also tonight, Kansas and Kansas State from the Little Apple. That's a 6 o'clock game on ESPN. Number one, Houston taking on Tulane. Uh, Texas and Iowa State are playing. Baylor and Texas Tech are playing tonight in the Big 12. And tomorrow night, besides Aggies and Gators, oh my The Auburn Cheaters visit the LSU Cheaters, and Arkansas is at Missouri. You know, this may be, and I'm not saying it is, the first legal team that LSU has fielded in any sport in a long time. Could be wrong about that. I mean, but I really like the new basketball coach. I think he's going to be really good there. Andy Murray with a big upset at the Australian Open today, taking down 13th-seeded Matteo Berrettini in five sets, 6-3, 6-3, 4-6, 6-7, 7-6. So we got that going for us, which is nice. By the way, Nick Kyrgios had to pull out of that tournament before it started. Uh, leg injury. Did I get that right, Sean? I think Nick Kyrios has a leg injury, I believe. A um, lot of disappointment there. People love. Nick Kyrios is like, uh, how do how do I put this? A walking soap opera? You never know what he's going to do? I mean, when I say never know what he's going to do, I'm talking about point-to-point, point. not match-to-match, match, not game-to-game. He'll hit a behind-the-back, down-the-line screamer for a winner. And then he'll get upset at the ref and tank seven points in a row. Uh, I mean, the guy is so talented. But, you know, didn't he win a major last year, Sean? Did he win a major? He lost in the finals? And which, which final was it? Was it the U.S. Open? It was at Wimbledon? At Wimbledon, he lost in the finals. Um, Yeah. He's like McEnroe, but with a worse temper. And LIV Golf has been looking for a TV partner since they started, and they may have found one. Sports Illustrated and the Sports Business Journal are saying that the CW – is in line to broadcast. Who are the announcers going to be for the CW? Well, actually, LIV has its own announcing team, right? I mean, David Faraday is the big gun there. Um, so you know he'll be part of it. They haven't made a formal announcement yet. But there's 14 scheduled tournaments This year, the first one is February the 24th in Cancun, 48 players, lots of money involved. Lots of money involved. Know what I'm saying? Um, Begins the LIV Golf League, Feb 24th in Cancun. Hey! Maybe I should uh, call up the CW and say, do you need a golf announcer? And, they, and and what they will say is, do you have any experience? I'll go, yeah, I've, I've covered golf for, you know, like 40 years. And I can also talk like this if you, if you need me to. This putt is going to break to his left down the hill. It's an insidious little slider. It's moving toward the hole, and it just rolls by. But he's left himself an uphill putt coming back for the par. Should be no problem. What do you think? I mean, how hard is it, right? Now, the golfing community gets upset when anybody that's not a golfer talks about golf in their broadcasting They think that everybody should have been a professional golfer in order to broadcast their sport. Why that is, I don't understand. I mean, how hard is golf? Right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, He's got a wedge to the green. Oh, I mean, yeah, I get it. That's very technical. You've already got former golfers there, you know, giving him this slow motion swing thing, whatever it is. And I'm like, look, I don't have any idea what you just said. And 99% of the people don't know what you just said, even though they play golf. They have no clue about what you're describing about his hip turn. And the position of his hands when he strikes the ball Again. It's not that difficult. Uh, he's got 148 yards to the pin. Wow! Yeah, I who leave that kind of talk in the hands of a golfer, right? Because they're the only ones that really understand that he has 148 yards to the pin. I I've never gotten that at all. Right? I, I've never gotten that. So. I mean, Joe Buck gets killed by the golfing community because, well, he was never a golfer. He's not one of us. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything about broadcasting. He doesn't know how to say, hey, it's 148 yards to the flag. Now, that's cool. It's brain surgery there. Anyway... If all you CW people are listening, look, I'm not going to do all 24 events. I'll just promise you that right now. Okay? I'll do the few events that are here in the U.S. I might go to Cancun. If you've got one going in the Bahamas, I could do that. If you got one in Hawaii, I'll do that. Other than that, now, nah, I'm not really leaving North America. Uh, you know, I'm not... I'm not going over to Qatar. I'm not doing any of those tournaments. I might do a tournament in in Ireland if you got one over there. I think there's a Trump course over there. So I I might do that one. Otherwise, leave me out of it. Okay. I'm going to play a couple of interviews. And I just thought it was really cool. Before the game Saturday at South Carolina, a couple of days before, Tyrese Radford, Boots Radford, cut his dreadlocks. And the reason he cut them was to show solidarity for his friend, Elise Sevilla. Elise Sevilla was his academic advisor at Virginia Tech. When Buzz was coaching up at Virginia Tech, um, Radford... Did not qualify academically his freshman year. By his own admission, he didn't know how to be a student. Elise Sevilla taught taught him how to be a student, and he graduated in three years. He holds her in the highest esteem. They have become friends. She has seen him play six or seven times since he's come to Texas A&M. She has since gone to Coastal Carolina as the associate AD for Athlete Academic Services at Coastal Carolina. Unfortunately, she has been diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Um, She knew she was losing her hair. She has shaved her head. So Boots shaved all of his dreadlocks off and took all his hair off in, in solidarity for her. The SEC Network did a brief thing on it before the game, or maybe during the game on Saturday. This is a little more in-depth. Two emotional interviews. The first will be Boots talking about the experience and about Elise, and the second will be Buzz, who obviously knew Elise at Virginia Tech.
7: For the ones who did not know, I was, when Buzz recruited me and gave me opportunity to come to college, uh, I was an academic redshirt, uh, meaning... Uh, I literally couldn't travel with the team or do anything uh, because on the academic side, I wasn't yet there. And um, coming from where I come from, uh, didn't talk too much. Uh was just that person that come in the classroom, put his headphones in, or study how I put my headphones in and go to the back of the classroom, not saying a word or anything. least helped me get out of that, and she helped me, uh, next, is change my study habits to graduate in three years from being an academic graduate, graduating in three years now, I'm on I to get my master's uh, this semester, in May. Um, that meant a lot to me. That meant a lot to my dad, my stepmom, my mother, my AU coaches. That it means a lot to me for a person that didn't know me out of nowhere to actually take the time to um, just dive deep with getting to know me um, and just sacrificing like just everything, time, uh, just going. Overboard or just doing the utmost just to make sure um, I get my head on the right track because the Lord knows when I came to college I was still uh, young a lot of maturing that needed to be done and she helped me in those ways and again um, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now academically and in, in uh, forms of getting my master's right now without her so um, like I said I was one of the I feel like I was one of the First person or people she reached out to um, when she got diagnosed with it. And uh, if we was together, we would have cried together. Uh, I shared tears when I first heard it. Um, It was hard. And I just wanted to know that I'm with her for life, no matter what, because she did not have to do what she did. And just, you know, it's a job, but it was much more than a job to her. Like she actually is very passionate about what she do.
8: How did you come up with the idea to uh try to do
7: something or just, you know, even symbolically to show her uh that you were in the fight with her? How did have that idea, you know? Uh it was it wasn't my idea. Uh it was a joke, but uh, I actually took it kinda to heart and like slept on it, thought about it. And uh I'm not I didn't do it for no attention, didn't want no attention for it, but I just wanted to let her know I was there, you know, because I know how hard it could be. What is it? She was like an academic
8: advisor at mm. Virginia Tech? Yes. What uh what what was something that sticks out to you that she taught you about how to be a, a better student that, that you carried this day?
7: Um just basically managing my time. She uh showed me how important time management was. And yes, um college, uh school come with a lot of work, but it's just how you manage it. Uh you can work ahead. She was there, um, study halls, working with me one on one though, like not doing my work, but just making sure I understood and uh, just the assignments and just, it, it was big for my life. Cause the, that tool, uh, time management is something you can use with, for anything, not just school, you know, just managing your time with whatever you do. So it's a, I call it a life tool. And what was your undergrad degree in and what,
8: you're, what are you getting your master's in?
7: Um, my undergrad is in human development. and The one I'm getting my master's in is recreation and uh, human development.
9: Tyrese, how um, long did it take you to grow your hair out
7: that long? Uh, I remember it was Christmas Eve when I first twisted my hair. Uh, but the time before that, I think I was growing my dreads after I twisted them uh, for almost three years, if not three years. So.
9: Yeah. And obviously, we, you know, would have asked you about it at Mizzou. You know, but we just thought it was just like a you just decided to get a haircut, and then mm.
10: you know, there's more behind it. So. Just um, maybe what, it, you know, you don't want the attention for it, but just how is this maybe helping someone who's, like, struggling
9: going through
7: something? Um, I think I think it helps a lot of people uh, just to show um, that, you know, they're not going through it by themselves all day. Like, people are thinking about them or um, some people that um, that know they can do just a little something to, you know, help that feeling because she's not the only person dealing with it. But she's one. She's, I think, if, yeah. She's the first person that's close to me that uh, that that dealt with something like that that, that serious. Um, and I think this to her, she just shows um, me being a good person, or um, to everybody else, she shows me being a good person. But me and her have a connection. Actually, have a real good connection for each other, and um, yeah, that's. <laughs> I love Elise. Was it was it before
8: the Missouri game that you first found out about this? Uh, when did you find out? Kind of how did you find out?
7: Um, I actually saw Elise uh, earlier in the season. Um, uh, I think it was around like Murder Beach time. Uh and that's when I got the news. She uh, actually popped up on me to come tell me the news, uh, and I uh, just. Yeah, it was it was hard. That's when she first told me, told me in person. She texted me uh, the very first time, but um, it was kind of a situation to where it's kind of hard to believe. You know she's dealing with it because she has no reason like to, uh, to lie about it. But over text, is like it's a shocker. It was out the blue text for one. Uh, it was a shocker. But actually seeing her and getting a chance to hug her tight and. Uh, not let her go, and just to see her face and just be there with her, that that was different. That was around Murder Beach time.
8: Yeah, Coach, uh, we talked to Tyrese a little bit about his uh, relationship with Elise, and, and I know we've talked previously about, you know, him working hard to get um, to where he is academically. Um, how much did that relationship, did you see that meant to him and, and the kind of turnaround he's been able to make on that side of his life?
3: That's remarkable. Uh, He was, um, at that time, I don't know what it's called now because I've been gone, but at that time, he was deemed um, an academic redshirt. And Whip Babcock, our AD, was very instrumental. Um, They had just hired a new admissions director. And... He was a non-qualifier when he visited and then retook the test, retook English 4 in order to become an academic redshirt. And there's different policies of academic redshirts at each institution, but in essence, uh, without belaboring the point, he he was on a track that was held to a higher standard than even uh, the typical freshman student athlete. Academic redshirt meant that he couldn't play, but he could practice. And uh, the relationship that Boots has with Elise, you know, she's been to, I think she's been to six or seven games even since we've been here, since Boots has been here. Yeah, just – uh, I don't want to take away from the work that Boots did uh, because he had an enormous amount of work just to acquire the skills to be competitive academically. But the sacrifices that she made and the relationship that they built through all of those hours and hours, not just, you know, a lot of times I think when you think about that, you probably think about extra tutoring it was for sure extra tutoring, but it was like some of the things that you probably need to know prior to arrival, uh, understanding that before you even get to the tutoring. Yeah. She, she, she's as good as I've ever seen. Um, Beattie holds her in the same regard. Like it's, it's a very unique relationship. And it wasn't just Beatty and Boots. It was all of those guys. And we tried to hire here several times. Um, and now she's she's the director of all uh, academics at Coastal Carolina, and we were doing shooting with Buzz last week, and I, uh, Boots was up next, and he goes, I'm, "I'm I'm cutting my hair off today, Coach." Well, he hadn't cut his hair since I met him, and so I I was I can't remember who I was shooting with. I guess it was Dex. And so when Dex finished, I said, what are you doing cutting your hair off? And he goes, I'm doing it to honor Elise. So it just, just, uh, obviously it speaks to their relationship, but it it speaks to who boots is as a human being too, that, um, that he would do that and do it so quietly. Like, I I was retweeting it just to, uh, uh, gained some notoriety because Elise needs some help in the fight, um, but I mean, he he did all of that, and if I wouldn't have put it on social media, I don't even think it would be a story. So, I, I think it just speaks to to who Boots is as a human.
8: And you said you tr- you tried to hire her. What is the your relationship to, to I her just? I, I haven't had is. a great.
3: I, if you look at the the consistency of my hires in positions on my staff there's been a lot of really successful hires in my opinion that have been very consistent in their contributions but if you only look at my academic hires I have a very low batting average and she's she's been tremendous and I think we just hired one in Macy here but I think I think Elise was our third academic advisor at Virginia Tech and Devin's very close to her because Devin, uh, one of his main buckets is academics. But she was – we we set record after record after record. We had um, the – our last year there, our last year there, four of our starters uh, all had their – we got permission from the ACC once kids graduated to put the graduation hat on their jersey, and four of our – Four of our five starters um, in the Sweet 16 against Duke had all graduated college, and they had all graduated college a year early. Obviously, Boots graduated a year early. And it was – she had developed a really good plan, you know, that those kids were in a winter master class. Those kids were in full-time both summer sessions. And we kept all of those guys on three-year degree plans. And then when they got to their fourth year, they all started working on their grad degree. Justin Robinson, Ahmed Hill, Kerry Blackshear, Ty Outlaw, uh, Boots was on that same plan, Beattie, Beatty graduated early. um uh, the reason I didn't hire Beattie as a graduate assistant, he's the only in my career, he's the only former player that I didn't hire as a GA to start their career. Well, he was he was at um, Virginia Tech four years and got his master's degree, so I couldn't hire him as a GA or he had his master's. And all of that is the work of the of the student, but a lot of it had to do with the tutelage and the expertise of Elise.
1: That was uh, Boots Radford and Buzz Williams on the emotional story involving Boots's uh, academic advisor at Virginia Tech, now battling cancer. Uh, terrific story you could tell. Both of them were uh, very emotional. About the whole situation, producers cooperative closing up right now, but don't worry, they're reopening in the morning, seven thirty, seven thirty to five thirty Monday through Saturday. Producers has been around since World War II, and a handful of farmers and ranchers got together, and out of it, an ag supply co-op business was born, and now it's the biggest in the state of Texas, over ten thousand members strong. You do not have to be a member of the co-op to walk in the front door, do business with all the people at Producers, ask questions of all the experts they have on staff. Located on Texas Avenue, just a click north of Highway 21, easy to find, huge lawn and garden center, so much more. Check them out online at ProducersCooperative.com. Producers. Everything ag since 1943.
9: Chuck, I think now is a great time to remodel.
1: I agree, Suzanne. At Brothers Valley Floor & Design, we have the floor, lighting, and countertop products you need to do the job
4: right. Don't let supply chain woes get you down. We keep hundreds of items in stock to serve you.
9: Add value to your home and make it feel like brand new. Visit us on Welburn Road at Rock Prairie or at bbfloorandesign.com.
4: At Brazos Valley Flooring Design, you'll always find the largest selection at the best prices. And that's a promise.
1: This portion of the program is presented by West Webb, All Britain, and Gentry.
0: Since 1982, West Webb, All Britain, and Gentry has provided the Brass Valley with trusted legal counsel with integrity and excellence. They have experienced counsel on a wide range of legal issues, including commercial litigation, construction, banking, Wills and estate planning, employment law, and real estate law, just to name a few. Contact them at 694-7000 or online at westweblaw.com. West Web has offices across the state of Texas with principal office in College Station.
1: Mallory is brought to us by Southwest Card World. And man, I got a lot of bad stuff to talk about to start. So let's get all that out of the way. Perfect. You know, it's kind of like this morning when it was really, really foggy. And it was, it was
10: wild this yeah, morning.
1: Now it's nice. So I mean. that's, what we're, that's what we're headed for, okay?
10: Exactly. Good metaphor.
1: Thank you. Uh, first, Lisa Marie Presley is going to be buried at Graceland. A public memorial service will be held next weekend. The service will be on the front lawn, 9 a.m., January 22nd. Last week, of course, it was announced that she would be laid to rest at the Evis Estate alongside her father, her son, and other members of the Presley family, Evis's mother, Gladys, his father, Vernon, his grandmother, Minnie May. I love that. That's a great name for Aww. a grandmother. That is. In Meditation Garden on the south side of the mansion. So that is on the 22nd, which is Sunday.
10: I was about to say that's right? Really not that. Right?
1: Kind of weird. So yeah, this coming Sunday. Yesterday, it was announced that Italian actress Gina L- Lola Brigida, who achieved international film stardom in the 50th and once dubbed the most beautiful woman in the world, died in Rome Monday at the age of 95. I'd
6: like to take this chance to apologize. Yeah. To absolutely.
1: A portrait of the diva graced. Time magazine in 1954 likened her to a Italian goddess. More than half century afterwards, she still turned heads with a full head of auburn curly hair and her statuesque figure. Uh, Career highlights included Golden Globe winner come September with Rock Hudson. Trapeze Beat the Devil, which was a 1953 John Huston film that also starred Humphrey Bogart, which I have seen that movie. It has been a long time. And speaking of movies, while I'm thinking about it, and I mentioned movies, I told Mm -hmm. you I was going to see A Man Called Otto.
10: How was it?
1: Big thumbs up, way up for A Man Called Otto. Another triumph from Tom Hanks.
10: I was about to say, Tom Hanks is in it. You pretty much know it's going to be a pretty decent film, at least.
1: And a tearjerker pretty much from start to finish. Oh, man. It's being called a comedy, and I would, and, and while there certainly are some you know, humorous parts of the movie. By and large, I would not dub it necessarily a comedy. Ooh. Um, But just terrific acting all the way through. And I will say that uh, this new actress that was kind of his foil in the movie, for lack of a better term... um, she was terrific and i'm i'm trying to look her name up as we as we speak um but she was really really good and of course tom was his usual best so uh let's see i'm getting to the top cast here we are was it i'm getting Mariana? there Mariana. Uh, yes yes
10: I don't know the last name. I'll, I'll let you figure that one out. Oh,
1: wait a minute. I'm still looking through the top cast. And I'm not... I don't know. Was
10: she was. a brunette? I guess it doesn't matter in movies, it,
1: though. Yeah, it doesn't matter in movies.
10: What was her name? Was it Marisol? Yes. Was that her
1: name? Yes.
10: Okay, then it's uh, Mariana Trevino.
1: Yes. Trevino? Yes. That's Trevino. Her, that's her name. Mariana Trevino. Trevino. She was terrific. Absolutely terrific. So, You go, girl. Go see A Man Called Otto and thank me later. By the way, 97% audience on Rotten Tomatoes. Not nearly as much as critics, but I don't really care about critics. The biggest criticism I've read that it was kind of, it was, uh, I guess, intentionally soapy, um, contrived. Mm, Let's see what else, what I've read. Anyway, I just say, go see it and thank me later. Go Uh, see
10: it and figure it out for yourself. Yeah. If you like it. (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly. Um, And if you don't like Like it, tough. So...
10: And you have terrible taste, apparently.
1: I believe that this person has been on my program, CJ Harris, American Idol. Has died at the age of 31.
10: Oh, man, Uh, you weren't kidding about this news.
1: I know. A medical emergency in Jasper, Alabama. A spokesperson for Idol says C.J. Harris was an incredible talent. The news of his passing deeply saddens us he will be missed. Um, Mm. Was inspired to take up music by his grandfather, who gave him a guitar when he was a child. The singer first auditioned for Idol in 2010, tried out wow. unsuccessfully for The Voice and The X Factor, returned to audition for Idol in 2014, where he impressed the judges with his rendition of the Allman Brothers' Soul Shine, uh, and finished <laughs> in the top six that year. So, what uh, a
10: redemption story. Yeah, how
1: about that? Okay, or let's w- let's move on for for with other good stuff.
10: Yeah, let's move on because you know it'll brighten all of our days talking about Jennifer Lopez. Absolutely, we haven't
1: we haven't heard from them in a while. They've been kind of off the grid for as many as three or four weeks.
10: <laughs> well, man, during an appearance because she's making uh you know she's on a tour right now. Oh, like, okay. Because she has a movie coming uh, out, Shotgun Wedding. Okay, of
1: course uh, she does.
10: With, with Josh DuMont. Um, but she did open up about her new married life with Affleck and his children. Excellent. Um, after nearly two decades since parting ways, after their first uh, failed engagement, Lopez and Affleck did tie the knot back in, as we know, July, 2022. I'm surprised Um, they're
1: still married. I'll be honest.
10: I'll give them a couple more years. The couple have, have integrated their families and have been learning to live with all of the children under one roof. Uh as we know Jlo does share uh twins Max and Emmy uh which are pretty regular names. <laughs> yeah. Good for you Jlo. Uh with Mark F. Anthony while Affleck shares Violet Oh jeez, here we go. Um I don't even know how to say that. Samuel that one's easy, but it's S E R A It's Sarah is
1: Serafina.
10: Serafina? Yes. I've never heard that name before in my life. Really? I'm uncultured. I'm so sorry. (laughs) As we know. Sorry, Serafina. That is actually really pretty, though. Um, We moved in together. The kids moved in together. It's been like a really kind of emotional transition, but at the same time, all of your dreams coming true. And it's been a phenomenal year like my best year, I think, since my kids were born. Good for her. This is the first time since uh, she has opened up about the transition. While well, speaking to Vogue, though, in December, she did describe her experience with, uh, you know, Affleck and his kids. She described Garner, or sorry, uh, she described Garner as an amazing co-parent, noting that the actress and Affleck work really well together. That your transition is a process that needs to be handled with so much care. Uh, they they have so many feelings, they're teens, but they're, it's going really good so far. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I feel sorry for
1: these kids.
10: I don't. Are you kidding me? There's much worse celebrity parents these kids could have. <laughs> like,
1: feel sorry for them.
10: Uh I don't know. I don't feel that bad at all for these kids. There's other ones and I'm like, ooh. But in the shocking news, let's talk about Kevin Spacey because every time we've talked to him, it's or about him. Hasn't it been associated with the court?
1: Yeah, not or good. Something
10: like that. But apparently uh he did receive a lifetime achievement award in Italy. I'm
1: sorry. Would you repeat that? <laughs>
10: Kevin Spacey received a Lifetime Achievement Award... For being a
1: sexual predator?
10: (laughs) Making his first public appearance since, uh, you know, all these allegations came out. He used a colorful Italian term to thank the National Cinema Museum in their northern city of... Turret? I don't know. I'm so sorry. Uh, Monday. For having the courage to invite him. Uh, Spacey received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the museum discussed key roles during a master class, and then introduced the 1999 film American Beauty, for which he won his second acting Oscar to a sold-out crowd. I am truly blessed. Awful, awful grateful. movie, by the way. And, horrible uh, movie. And my, my heart is full tonight toward the National Museum of Cinema for having me, um, for having the, I don't know if that is, but I'm assuming it's... The cojones, I'm assuming, is the translation ah, okay. of that, to invite me tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it took a to.
1: lot of courage to invite a <laughs> convicted sexual predator to give them a lifetime oh, achievement award. I was,
10: cor- I was correct, because it is, uh, what a, this is such a bad way, you shouldn't have been, especially when you have all these trials, but it is referring, it's an Italian word, referring to a male body part.
1: Well, of course, um, so, so classy, that Kevin. Yeah, that
10: that wasn't a tasteless thing to say. All right. I'm well, let's through. let's
1: let's wash your ears out with this.
10: Please.
1: Jeremy Renner shared an Instagram photo showcasing a snowy scene at what appears to be his Reno area Nevada home with a significant amount of snow piled up. Hmm. Missing my happy place, he wrote in the caption. He remains in the hospital uh, for his recovery since New Year's Day. He suffered blunt chest trauma and orthopedic injuries, underwent emergency surgery, spent his 52nd birthday in the hospital, which was about 10 days ago on January 7th. Shared an update, posted a video of himself being taken into a room by a nurse for a medical scan. I wish you all a very special night, he wrote over the clip. So Aww. everyone has said he has a long process of recovery ahead. Wow. So yeah.
10: That's that's scary. Yeah. There's been, a, there's been a couple of celebrities who've really been pushing the limits lately. They have. Maybe not even pushing the limits, but just have had bad things happen to them.
1: Yeah, well, you know, um, every know. now and then.
10: Yeah, that's true. Um, Cheryl Burke, which I feel like we've talked about Cheryl Burke more than we, anyone's she, ever needed to. She, She's she, from Dancing
1: with the Stars. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You love her.
10: Mm. <laughs> she was also, I guess, the future... She's getting a divorce from Matthew Lawrence. I don't um, know who Matthew Lawrence is. is. No idea. Uh, him and his brother, the Lawrence brothers, were pretty big in like the 90s, early
1: 2000s. In but what? again, who cares? Big in what?
10: Maybe it was like Disney movies, and that's why I know who they are. <laughs> but I don't know. Who cares? Never heard Anyways, of Anyways, she revealed Monday that she uh, was awarded full custody of her dog.
1: Oh, that's awesome. How cute. <laughs>
10: And posted a picture. And that's of what's important.
1: On hey, you keep the kids. <laughs> I'll keep the dog.
10: Well, luckily, they didn't have any kids. Okay, good. No kids. Well, I hope the here. dog However, is not too
1: traumatized.
10: She posted, officially, a full-time dog mom. 2023, we're off to a great start.
1: Oh, good gosh.
10: <laughs> this is the hard-hitting news that y'all have all wanted. Well, this is for. why we're You're here. You're welcome. Come that. on, this is why we're here. Exactly i have another story about little tj if you're wondering
1: well i wanted to hear more NWPDA. about i wanted to hear more about cheryl oh, burke sorry okay
10: I'm sorry. I'm sorry is that it i i mean she's just talking about how sad she was in october oh okay so. but now
1: she has a dog and she's, and she's happy
10: <laughs> yeah
1: that's awesome
10: now that now that she has four.
1: At custody, least, her least, life can at, move least on. at least she's not one of those shallow celebrities. <laughs>
10: <laughs> you know, I'm just glad her and little I think it's Isabella can, you know, live their life. I hope she that's, I hope that's I, don't know. I, mean, awesome. I don't know how I don't know how Isabella felt about Matthew Lawrence, her ex her right. dog dad. Uh, uh, I don't know what you Yeah, call I hope that. she
1: doesn't miss her master. Um the woman who runs the Miss Universe organization is denying okay. allegations that the beauty pageant was rigged. Amy Emmerich, CEO of Miss Universe, tells TMZ, one of the top four accounting firms in the U.S., handled the results, verified the process, and Jacques Rajuntati, the new owner of Miss Universe, has been accused of rigging the pageant in favor of Miss USA, who won over Miss Venezuela. One of the many issues folks have is that her JKN Global Group owns both Miss Universe and Miss USA. Emmerich says the allegations regarding rigging of Miss Universe are false, People saying that it's suspect that JKN Global Group owns both are not familiar with the history of the organizations. Yeah. There's there's precedent for Miss Universe, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, all being under the same ownership as long as back in 2015. Emmerich says an independent third-party law firm was hired to look into allegations Surrounding the Miss USA pageant back in October, which was also accused of being rigged. And determined, of course, that the allegations are unfounded. Mm. Look, does anybody ever even care about these pageants anymore?
10: Um, The ones competing in them do.
1: Yeah, but besides
10: that no no
1: not. exactly Many not things. thank no. you
10: i mean i i mean i, I don't thank you but i mean thank you i don't know if my care factor really matters to a lot of people well,
1: of I course watch it does TV.
10: well i watch trash tv it's not like i have the best taste
1: there chip you know it's okay there's nothing wrong <laughs> with trash tv
10: that's right that's how we get our news. which
1: by the way <laughs> by the way you know what this Monday night is, don't you? This coming Monday. Come on. Come on. People's
10: people's choice?
1: No, no. It's The Bachelor. Oh. Another season oh. of The Bachelor starts Monday.
6: Thank God.
1: Yes, exactly. It'll give us what something have we to all talk been about. Doing with I our will life. I'll keep everybody up to date, don't worry.
10: I don't know. I kind of like when it's The Bachelor better. Not that I watch either, but you know I feel like it's more juicy <laughs> information.
1: No, I but, like the Bachelor better. We start right. with twenty-four women and narrow them down.
10: Well, it's the same concept, except never mind. All right. Anyways.
1: Yes. <laughs> Is that it? Anyways,
10: well, I have I have one more. Okay. Go if you
1: want to. Yeah. Okay. Go.
10: I, NYPD arrested little TJ Monday in the Bronx. No way. Now, well, now what's totally he done? Tushy. Well, it's for an alleged weapon violation. Oh,
1: Lil TJ, how many uh, times have we told you? Oh, man, I
10: love reading their names. Okay, law enforcement tells uh, TMZ Hip Hop that TJ was arrested following a traffic stop in the Bronx while he was on his way to film with fo- fellow NYC rapper Ice Spice.
1: Oh, he was with <laughs> Ice Spice.
10: He was with Ice Vice, which okay. told the officers found a handgun in TJ's vehicle and then arrested him. Um, so he, he's only 21 years old. So okay. he, can put, he has enough time to put it behind him. I and, sure you know, hope he can. Move on with his life. He is going to be w- booked for weapon possession and is currently on his way to an NYPD station. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's probably mm-hmm. already there. That would mm-hmm. be a long trip. But news comes on the heel. Of T, oh my gosh, TJ's full recovery after being shot multiple times last summer.
1: TJ, TJ, TJ,
10: little TJ. You know, maybe, he, maybe,
1: maybe if I'd been shot multiple times, I'd been, I would be yeah. carrying a weapon as well. You know what I'm saying?
10: <laughs> you know, uh. yeah. If I read that line first, I would have been like, I don't, I mean, I don't blame him. But, but come on, pretty traumatic.
1: <laughs> we we hope it all works out for little TJ. Uh, Love his music. Love his music. All right. Let's do uh, some birthdays. (laughs) Sunday, we missed Andrea Martin's birthday, who turned 76. Very, very funny lady. Uh, SCTV. Let's see. Mario Van Peebles turned 66 on Sunday. Chad Lowe turned 55 on Sunday. Pitbull turned 42 Sunday. Mr. What? Mr. Bull, yep. Uh, yesterday, uh, mm, Ronnie Millsap turned 80. I've I've uh, interviewed him before. Uh, he's been here in town before. The Marvelette really? singer Catherine Schaffner turned 79 yesterday. Jim Stafford, a friend of the show, turned 70, turn 79 yesterday. Dr. Laura Schlesinger, whatever happened to her? She's probably on some private island counting her money. She turned seventy six yesterday. John Carpenter, director of all the Halloween films, turned seventy-five mm. yesterday. Um let's see. What else? A bunch of good we... ones. Yeah, there were some good ones. Uh Kate Moss turned forty nine yesterday. If she turns mm. sideways, she disappears. Um all right, let's do today, can we? Yeah. Oh man. T V host Mari Povich. Turns oh, eighty
10: four. That man has really told so many men about Are
1: the Father. Yeah, he <laughs> it should is be your birthday. He should be really proud of all his work. Uh oh, the great James Earl Jones. I can't even come close to his voice. Turns ninety two years young today. How about that?
10: Steve. That's, that's amazing. McTaylor, Steve Harvey.
1: Mick Taylor of the oh. Rolling Stones 75. How old is Steve Harvey?
10: Steve Harvey's 66.
1: No way. Steve oh. Earl. Steve Earl is 68 today.
10: Jim Carey is 61. We
1: hadn't heard from him in a while, have we? No. No, we have not. Uh never a fan. Never thought he was funny. That's just me.
10: Singer Ray J. Singer J is forty-two, which I don't wow. know why, but I feel like I he's been forty-two for
1: years. Uh, Zoe Deschanel is forty-three oh. today. How about that? I like that?
10: her; she's cool.
6: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: That looks like enough, else? doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, fine. that's enough.
6: So yeah. Good All enough. right. Yeah, let's enough uh,
1: let's come back tomorrow and see what we can do. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Mallory is brought to us by Southwest Card World.
0: Southwest Card World and the Tower Point shopping center behind IHOP is always buying, selling, and trading. Southwest Card World has the newest sports card releases from Topps, Panini, and Leaf arriving every week, plus a huge selection of Pokemon cards. Southwest Card World fosters a family atmosphere for kids of all ages to learn the art of collecting. Be sure to check out the bargain bin and the hard-to-find crated cards Aggie owned and operated Southwest Card World Tower Point Shopping Center behind IHOP.
9: This is Passport to Texas. When you're passionate about something, it's hard to keep it to yourself. And when that passion leads you to become a Texas Master Naturalist, you don't have to.
6: We develop
10: a core of well-informed volunteers that provide education, outreach, and service around the state in the beneficial management of natural resources and the natural areas within Texas.
9: Mary Pearl Moyt is Texas Master Naturalist Program Coordinator. People of all ages and from all walks of life may train to become master naturalists, although retirees are strong within their ranks.
10: We do ask that you, Master Naturalist provides 40 hours of volunteer service yearly, along with their continuing education of eight hours of advanced training every year to maintain that certification. That is difficult to do on a full-time employee-based status if you're a a full-time worker, but we do have many uh, Master Naturalists who are able to juggle the load So we do have both young and
9: old. Since the program's inception in 1997, master naturalists have given back to Texas in millions of meaningful ways. Find out how you can train to become a master naturalist at txmn.org. We record our series in Austin at the Block House, and Joel Block engineers our show. For Texas Parks and Wildlife, I'm Cecilia Nasty.
7: At Raymond James, the financial well-being of our clients always comes first. We commit our energies, intellect, and knowledge to providing the highest level of service and delivering quality investment alternatives to help you attain your objectives. To find out more, call Raymond James Financial Advisor David Decker at 693-7600
0: in College Station today and ask about our pledge to you. Raymond James Financial Services,
7: member FINRA SIPC, Life Well Planned.
1: You know, Acme Glass has been around since 1946 in our community. They've got stores in downtown Bryan on Main Street at Eastgate on Walton across from the big school. You know, when there's broken glass involved, a lot of times there's security issues, whether it's your place of business or your home. You need somebody that's going to respond in a timely fashion, and the folks at Acme Glass have always done that. That's why they've been around As long as they have. If you need a windshield repaired or replaced, they'll certainly do that. Um, Glass doors, shower doors, mirrors, uh, plexiglass, whatever has to do with glass, the folks at Acme are going to take care of you the way they've been doing for all these years. They're pros in the best sense of the word in how they take care of you. Residential, commercial, automotive. If it's glass, Acme has it. Whether you're mowing your yard or a large commercial property, Kyrie's Truck Center has zero-turn riding mowers for every use. Hi, this is David reminding you that Ferris and Cub Cadet zero-turn mowers are the way to go. We have these mowers in stock right now, so don't wait until spring mowing season when demand and pricing are at their highest. Sooner or later, the grass is going to start turning green again. Stop by and let us show you how we can make mowing as close to fun as it gets. Kyrus Truck Center, Highway 21, half a mile east of the bypass in Bryan. My thanks to Brooke Burns. Thanks to Buzz and Boots. Hey, that sounds like a, a country band, doesn't it? Uh, thanks to Mallory. Thanks to Zach. We're back tomorrow here on Sports Radio, 1150 AM, 93.7 FM, KZE College Station, Bryan, Texas.